got a special guest in the building. Kurt, who we got with us? We got our guy, Matt, a.k.a. Lemon Talk Lemonious. Let's go. What's up, what's hey, up man? What's up, what's man? Up? <laughs> Welcome to Lifting Coast, bro. We're excited to have you. I'm excited to talk some F1. I like rant about F1 in my sleep, I swear. <laughs> bro, this is your F1 debut on Lifting Coast, bro. Yeah, this is pretty exciting. I'm like, my take made it in, what is it, ep- two episodes ago about Bottas, but you know. Let's I, get I have right, more takes to share. Hold let's on, get right on. into we, it. We, we got to intro him out. to the audience. No, no, right? no. Let's get let's get right into it. Tell us how you feel with Bottas. He's not aggressive on attack, but like on defense, he's half decent. Like he'll defend really well, but on attack, sometimes he's just like, yeah. And like recently, the past few races, he's done nothing on defense to stop Max. And I can't blame him. Mercedes has dropped him, and everybody's kind of like either like roasting him. Or like praising him, so he can do whatever and get away with it. But I'm like, you should have just swapped him last season. You did the, like that Russell v. Bottas that one race. He like Russell proved himself so much in a seat he wasn't comfortable with. He came back, he almost won, and then like stuff out of his control ruined the race. That for me showed he could he could switch. Even if he flopped a lot this season, I feel like he would have made up more positions flopping than Bottas did just doing what he did this season. That's how I feel, honestly. Russell's raw pace is just that strong. I don't know. They're like, Bottas, out of here. Get him out of here. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Send wow. him to, to Alpha so, and then so let watch me, him get let me ask slapped you this. by a paid driver. Like, yeah. <laughs> wow. Let me ask you this. Does Valtteri Bottas win another race in his career after this season? Probably. I see. Like, you, you think know he's going to he win with manage- Alpha? Not with Alpha. Like, he may spend, like, if he doesn't get dropped by Alpha, he may get picked up, let's say, like, 2024, 2023, by, like, maybe an upper-ish team that could be fighting for podiums and wins if, this like, the um, field evens out next year. Hopefully, if it evens out the way it should, he should have a couple opportunities to win either at Alpha or at a different team in the next two, three years. But I think it's possible. He can manage a race pretty well. You think he's actually going to win a race? Like, if all things considered, let's say... If you're a gambling man, are you putting a thousand bucks on him winning a race in the next two years? Yes or no? Uh, No, I can't put that down. I can't put that down. Let me ask you this, I can, Matt. Let me I wouldn't ask be you surprised, this. but I wouldn't gamble on it. Think about this. Do you know how many race wins he has in his career? He's eight right now. Ten. Ten, ten. ten. Ten? Okay, okay. So think about that. How many years has he been with Mercedes? Five. So five years with the best team, with the best car, and he has 10. I don't know if he ever wins another race. I mean, your teammate is the best driver to ever. That's like, I'm going to cut him a little bit of slack with only having 10 wins because there are some that he did have to sacrifice. So you I know what, like, you know what the real issue is, Matt? Yeah. And this is what me and Kurt talk about. So we want to get your take on it. This is, this is kind of where he's kind of drawing the point. Do you see championship characteristics from him where he... You just said he's not aggressive. That was the first thing you said. Yeah, yeah. You see that, him no, making, I don't see it. You don't see him taking aggressive overtakes. You don't see him making the moves. And I think that's what a lot of fans have kind of noticed. Like You just don't see Bottas making those championship moves, right? Like, if you're a championship driver, it means you deliver. And he just doesn't seem to deliver at all. So what are your thoughts on that? I don't... I, he's not a, I don't think he's championship caliber, but I, I still think he's a race winner. Like, when the circumstances either meet his requirements, either like a Russia, like that she just vibes with the track, 
he could manage and win a race. It, I don't think he can be under pressure and win a race. But I think if it's like, oh, he's out five seconds ahead, he might be able to manage that and pull that race and pull a win out. I I don't know, but you're right. I don't see the championship like, like dig in, let me get that win no matter what the cost mentality from him. He like reaches a point where he's just like, ah, I guess that's it. And then like, you know, someone may drop down through next whatever failure and then he gains one, two positions. That makes sense. So let me ask you this. This is the last one we put on Bottas. Yeah. You just said a couple key points, right? You said all the conditions need to be right for him to win. Are all the conditions going to be right for him in Alpha Romeo? Yes or no question? No, I is rare, rare enough. And you just said that everything has to be right for him in the best car to win a race. So what makes, like, I don't think he's winning a race. I'm going to leave it at that. I yeah. don't, like, it's just, yeah, I'm optimistic, optimistic, optimistic for the rules next year. I want to see, like, IndyCar level of anybody can kind of bust a win out. But I, like, I don't, you, you're 100% right. Like, the, the chances of him winning another race after this goes down to, like, 10%. So but I still this- believe. He can do it. I have some belief in this man. Some. Very little. I'm glad you have belief in him. So let me throw this both to you guys, because you just touched on the new 2022 rules, and I'll start with Kurt. They just spoke how Alfa Romero has had more sponsorship calls in the last four weeks than they've had in the last 25 years. So, Kurt, do you think Alfa Romero puts together a competitive car because they have the money? Bro, I love how you bring this to me. And we've got a little teaser. I feel like, is this a teaser hey, for what's not, to come? We're not spoiling anything, but what do you think? I mean, obviously, they got um, they got the bag, bro. They got money coming. And I think if you're alpha, um, there's a lot of pressure to stay in F1. We, we've talked about Haas. The fact that F1 is, F1 was already massive. It was a behemoth on the global stage. But now, with all of the, the momentum on the U.S. side, the pressure to stay in F1, I think, is is heightened to the most it's ever been. So if you don't perform, I feel like there's another team knocking on the door to take your spot. And F1 is probably going to get to the point where if you are that bad, they're just going to they're going to force you to exit. So I think Alpha has a ton of pressure to perform with the added bonus of more sponsorship dollars. I'm pretty optimistic in the fact that I think they're going to be middle of the pack next year. Mm, I like it. Matt, what are your thoughts? Um, If they use that money to hire the correct people, I think they'll have a competitive car. Are you uh, not I'm their not, people? I'm, Alpha's development, I don't know, over a year, it's never been like super strong or like that noticeable. They seem to maintain. They never like drop a lot, but they never really make those major steps. Um, But... Yeah, if they do spend that money correctly, buy some engineers either from another another league or hire someone else from a different team. Like I've seen a lot of a lot of people have just been swapping. If like you've looked over the past few years, a lot of a lot of staff swaps between the teams. So I think they could do it. But yeah, solid midfield, like upper McLaren, Ferrari midfield, kind of by next year. I think I think I think um, I think like six is a good place for them. I don't think they're. That means they'd have to be behind AlphaTauri, ahead of AlphaTauri and Aston Martin at, at like fifth. Because right now they're, they're okay. They're we eight. all know Haas is in a league of its own at yeah. the bottom, but yeah. they are. I I would put Williams ahead of them. They're ninth. They're ninth. Is okay, ninth? you're saying next year they're ninth too. No, I'm no, I'm saying this year they're ninth. Yeah, they're ninth this year. This year, yeah, they yeah, are yeah. ninth this next year. Next year, I think six is perfect. So you think that they beat? So obviously we're gonna put McLaren, Red Bull. 
Ferrari, Mercedes, Alpine. Alpine. You're also Ooh, missing AlphaTauri, Aston Martin. You're saying that they beat the AlphaTauri and Alpine. Is that what you're both telling me? They could. Like it's it. It's not like we haven't seen them That's do it in the past. Take. Like it's a cape. It's a it's it's a capable team. No, 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 like, it's a capable team. Matt, but no pump faking. Yes or no? Yes or no? Okay. Over AlphaTauri and Alpine over and Aston, Aston Martin. Martin. AlphaTauri, Alpine, and Aston Martin. That's what gets you sixth. There's no way. I can't. Nah, I can't. Nah, not with the driver lineup necessarily. Like if they had a super be, strong driver lineup, I could be a little bit more optimistic. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say my hot take, and we actually getting gotta get into Jadah because we haven't talked about Jadah at all. Actually, we'll, we'll ask you a couple quick questions, Matt, and then we'll get into Jadah. But I'm gonna come on and say Williams will be the sixth best, best constructor next year, and George Russell's will really? win the championship next year. I'm coming in and putting it on wax. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> George Russell is winning the drivers' championship. Yeah, next year? you saw you saw what what uh, Joss Capital said. He said that George is going to give Lewis a run for his money, and I'm believing in my guy George. Yo, I am. I think no, we we can't be breaking it out like hey, that. Hey, I'm breaking out. We can talk about it on next episode. We'll have you back on, Matt. But so, Matt, for our fans, how long have you been into F1, and how did you get into F1? Uh, I've been into F1 since I was a baby. Uh, <laughs> watching it with my dad literally since I was a baby. Uh, the, the earliest season I can like kind of vividly remember is like 2011, 2012. I remember when Vettel was just winning all the time because I remember like, okay, I have some small memories of when Lewis won his championship and then Vettel just started winning. And so that's when I really got into F1 was when Vettel was winning all the time. And then these like the 2016 era, that's when I like dug deep, like researching everything, like like the difference between every single team. And so I've been on like the uh, what I don't know the F one high since 2016, like the super F one high since 2016. So we can call you an OG. Yeah, you could almost like call me an old, old head. Bro. I know. So an OG <laughs> relative he, he, to his age. Yeah, he, yeah. he's literally an OG. He he's been with F one since he can remember. As That's like it's weird because Kevin Magnuson and Roman Grosjean leaving. I still look at them as young drivers because I remember when they entered, and I remember Kevin Magnuson putting on a fantastic performance. Roman Grosjean and Lotus just doing his thing, getting on the podium. I remember screaming upstairs. I'm like literally sitting underneath where I was screaming my lungs out when Roman got that wow. podium. Oh you, that, that's that. love right there. That, you got love for Roman, yeah, like, eh? Oh, yeah, big time, big time. So let me ask you this, guy. Matt. Has this been the best F1 season you've seen in your lifetime? This has been like, a, I've had to detach, like, I've had to detach my emotions from this. It's been all over the place. So I'm like, I, every race I look at, I just have to be like, hmm. <laughs> and like, look at the numbers and stuff and just like, f- like not think about the drivers themselves and be like, no, I want this guy. Like, it has been insane. It's been all over the place. And that's why I want it to be even closer next year, because there's some drivers I feel like don't get the chance to really show their stuff be- just because of, you know, either car or whatever. Who, who? Give, so, give us some names. I feel like Lance has been looking ugly. And I think either the car's a dog or he's just been underperforming. Yuki Sonoda has been all over the place. He's either like, he's either treating the radio like it's Xbox or he's like, you know, putting in a decent performance for being a rookie. And I think once next year comes and these cars like even out, we're going to actually see like some of these guys that are really scrappy. Like, can they actually climb their way up? Is it actually going to even out though, Matt? No, I don't think so. With it's the never like, even it, it's Formula One. It's never going to even out the way we want to. I just think they're gonna they're trying to get that Mercedes Red Bull gap down because like the midfield already is quite tight without Mercedes and Red Bull. This is an insane no. champion. So we we think Ferrari belongs in that conversation. They just had a couple off year, two off years. 
But they got exposed for like doing some suspect activities. Yeah, because they tried and, a new engine, right? But yeah, typically Ferrari doesn't belong in the mid pack. They're a top team, right? Yes or no? Do yeah. you agree? Yeah, they're. they're I the agree with team. that. It's been the first time so, in a while that they've been off. Yeah, so that like so there's three top teams and everybody else is trying to play catch up, right? That, that's what we would say. What, what do you think? From like an overall this era, yes, there's three top teams, but this season is only obviously two top yeah, it's teams. only top, for sure. Top teams. So guys, yeah. listen. We're here because it's race week. Yeah. We go into Saudi, Jeddah. We've got two races left. Eight points between Lewis and Max. Matt, Terrifying. Give me your take. What's what's it gonna be, bro? Yeah, for the hot take. Contact T one. Contact T one. No, no, no. Hot take. Who's winning the championship? That's the first hot take, right? Oh, like, hot take. Who's winning it? Who's winning it? Oh, my hot take is Lewis wins the championship this weekend. But like. On some craziness, either Max. I don't. Can he win it if Max he can. DNFs? He can't. Because, oh, he can't. Because if Lewis DNFs, then Max can win it next week. Oh shoot. Okay. But, but I like. I, okay, winning the championship. Who's winning? Lewis, it? because okay, Lewis. he he's flipped that switch. Like he's he's no. I he posted that image of him on the simulator on Instagram, and I sent it to my friend. I'm like, it's done. He he goes and travels <laughs> and does fashion shows and comes locked in. He's locked in during the Yo, week. Yo, what does Toto say, bro? Like Total yeah, says they woke even, up the lion. Bro, like legit, he was I'm like, it's the midweek, and he posted bro, him training on the yo, simulator. All you He's needed was in. all you needed was the Lewis pick in. on the sim, eh? Yeah, if you don't see Lewis, that's all running. I needed to know. Like he's actually locked in. I've never like oh, it's a fashion shows, him running, him snowboarding. That's him locking. But he's on the simulator. When is he when is he back at the factory? Bro, did he just week? do it for the grand fam? Maybe I ho- like I hope not. If hey. he's actually been on the simulator this week, he's locked in, locked in. Just so you know, that's our social <laughs> clip. We're gonna make a social <laughs> clip. We seen him on the simulator. That's what's going on. He's like a hundred percent. I'll send you the screenshot of me sending it to my friend and saying it's done because I can't. I couldn't believe it. I was like, he's actually training. Oh, I mean, we, Scott and I have said this um, repeatedly on the pod. If Lewis loses this year. He's the only person he can blame because as soon as he flipped the switch, look how dominant he was. And they blame the car. They're just like, it's the car. I'm like, look at Bottas. He had how many multiple engine switches and he didn't do this. Like you think they'd give a, if they could give him that boost, they would. Like, Crazy. Uh, hey, Lewis got a, he got a power up. Um, yeah. He did a good power up. He ate that mushroom. Fire flower. So anyways, yeah. I want to know. There's been um, so much anticipation for this track. There was a little bit of worry that it wouldn't be ready in time. Um, <laughs> what do you think of it, man? At first, I didn't think there was going to be overtaking opportunities. But in person, depending on how wide it is, there may be some opportunities to kind of hold it around the outside or like sneak your front wing in, like on the inside on some of the faster um, high-speed corners and kind of force space. But... I don't know how much they're going to risk it. It is the last few races. I think it's going to be like a, it's going to, it's going to come down to like strategy and pit stops. It's going to be like a hot lap kind of show. Who's going to lap. Yeah. Who's going to be able to get those like fastest laps in like the most consistent or like get the most important, like nah, get their fastest lap in when it really counts, you know, like in lap out lap, you know, get the undercut. Right. So do you think this looks like Monaco a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. Why do you I don't know Monaco, if it needs though. more heavy braking zones. Not, not a lot of... Um, I remember meant like the overtaking. Like you oh. don't have any space to overtake. I guess the yeah. right one would be... Um, what was it? Uh, Turkey. Turkey's Turkey. very hard to overtake, right? 
Valen- is uh, what I'm thinking, like the European Grand Prix, like a while ago. Yeah. That's kind of what I'm what it's reminding me of a little but, bit. Like it's got the walls, but they're a little bit on the wide side. Uh, whichever one it is. I mean, this yeah. track has been everybody's repeatedly said it's very fast. It's very fun. But the one thing they all keep going back to is that it is a high risk track. Yes, that like any contact, any like snap of oversteer, and you're like in a wall. Yo, you're 50 G's into a wall. Check this. Yeah. <laughs> turn, so turn one is pretty much a 90 degree angle. But hey, before you <laughs> do that, is it a, it's a long straight, is it not? It's a, it's a long straight, but um, it's a long straight, but where we line up on the grid to turn one is not that long. Okay, so Q1 is very important here. Being P1 is very important. Because it's a yeah. short run into turn one. Turn one's like a 90 degree angle. But then after turn one, everything is high-speed corners. This is Mercedes' favorite track. The low-rate cars are very favorite on this track, Matt. What do you think? Yeah. But, like, it's weird. Okay. Mercedes fl- flip-flops between either being, like, a very solid aero team or, like, at a powerhouse team. And right now, towards the end of the season, they're the powerhouse team. And I'd, Red Bull, Red Bull's so mechanically sound, I feel like they may actually be a lot better off here than we think. And the Honda engine, I don't know if they're going to put the turn the VTEC on now, but like if they do and that thing really is cranked up for these last few races, it's going to be tight because that thing can be slippy in a straight line as well. Wow, like they can use, slippy, they can eh? abuse their mechanical grip. They can just like take all the wing and just slipstream. Yeah. So let me ask you this Max hasn't changed his engine since I think it's Turkey, since after he crashed in Silverstone. Does he have an engine swap before the season ends? A power unit up swap. You could, if you like, if they fully submit to the idea that this track isn't them, like they're not going to win, then yeah, you take it here and you try, you try your best to like make it up. But if you, but you couldn't like, I don't know, that'd be, we're going to believe in the Honda reliability. (laughs) It's only a five place penalty after you take your initial penalty, right? Right. Like, I mean, I, I, if I'm Red Bull, I, I put this question to both you guys. Are you gambling Saying I can make up the spots and get back to second if I take a new power unit. If, uh, One million percent you do because you know he's going to get back to second. But this track is very hard to overtake. But it's Max Verstappen. Yeah. This isn't Valtteri Bottas we're talking about. That's very true. But, it also depends like tire wear. Like that's what I haven't thought about. Is tire wear going to be massive here? Like this is a fresh It's going to be the same as the last track with the deg- degradation because it's night race. The tires are going to, they're going to last. So my only thing is, well, the tires didn't last because of all the curbs. This is not the same track. Yeah, but the tire, it wasn't the heat from the track. I mean, it was the curbs, it was right? So it's, it's going yeah. to be very interesting. I mean, we've never been here, right? This is the fun thing yeah. about does. We've never been here. I guess where I'm coming from with this whole kind of um, engine and should Max take the penalty is, I don't think you have a chance to make it up here. I think if Valtteri gets P2 and Lewis and Valtteri get away, it's going to be game over. You Listen, mm-hmm. you that's why I bet like, on it. No, no, but here's the thing, Kurt. If Valtteri is P2 and he's not sitting with Max, I can bet on it. Because you, when, you, when, you, when it's lights out, it's not a long straight. Mercedes clearly has the fastest car in today's lineup. It is a fast track. What world do you think Red Bull catches up to them? Like if Max is P7, let's say Max starts off P7. Because that's what we'll probably That's because, yeah, that's probably going to be like he qualifies P2, takes a five place, P7, like... A couple of those cars are quick, like in the midfield. They may give him a run for his money for five laps. That's five laps. He can't let Lewis, you know, keep putting the, you know, the time in because Max is not 
Max isn't necessarily like a long range hunter. Like Lewis can put laps in to crawl you back from 30 seconds, but I haven't necessarily seen Max do that. Like he'll hunt you down within, you know, range, but like lap after lap after lap, reel you in. Can Max do that? Didn't he do that to Lewis one time this year after they did it to him in, in, uh, in Bahrain? And then he, he, yeah, he did. He did it back. Yeah, he, yeah, he did it back. They, Max has shown his ability. Oh, yeah, they did. They, so, he can do it. so maybe he can. So maybe they can take the risk. Check this. So, Kurt, so the question was more posed to you because you said no. So what, what, what's your answer on that? Where do you see Red Bull? Where do you see Max well, picking up the advantage? I think that, um, well, the other thing is this is all speculation. There's yeah. been no press about it. Like, why is nobody talking about this power unit replacement? Well, then my thing is that it doesn't matter if there's no press around it. There's a reason why Red Bull doesn't look as fast as it did eight weeks ago. I mean, that that's why it's a no-brainer. You take it now. So, so makes sense. But what we're asking you is, where does Max make up the pace? Because here's the thing about Valtteri. Valtteri's very good if there's no pressure. Yeah, but that's if one, Max, too. If Max is seventh... And He'll Valtteri finish third. Off. Max will finish third. But that's what I'm saying. If, yeah. But then the championship is in Lewis's favor, right? Yeah. But so, so, Abu Dhabi. So, so we we generally as consensus probably think Max will finish third if he takes a penalty. If him and Valtteri yeah. start at one and two, if Lewis and Valtteri start one two. Yeah. Or like, I don't think Mercedes would sacrifice Valtteri for a fastest lap point. No. So yeah, if like if if they're one two, they wouldn't do that. But um. Yeah, if, if Valtteri is P2, I don't see Max being able to to get that from him, especially, like, all the time he's going to spend behind traffic. He's probably going to catch him on worn-ish tires, so it's going to be mostly in Valtteri's hands. And Valtteri's pretty good on tires. He doesn't really eat through them like crazy, which kind of says a lot about Lewis's tire management, too. But anyways, Matt, yeah, I, I see it as possible. Just because we have you. Yes. If Lewis Hamilton wins the Drivers' Championship, does he retire? Yes, because I like I feel in a weird way he's gonna feel complete because well what did he on on an ad recently he said like he was racing for a purpose now or like other people and I was like I feel like what well, if he wins this championship on like a comeback and this is like you know he ends it off with the eight and this is like his big like if you look at my career this last season it's like the most important one I think he might do that. Or I think he might try and run it back and see because he's competitive too. Like we can't forget, he's a very competitive person. Because like his anger when he doesn't win, that's his competitiveness. Like I, you see that from anybody. Like if you saw Steph Curry shooting all like a hundred threes and then missed that one and got pissed, same reaction when Lewis doesn't win. He's like he wants all of it, so he might be like internally upset that he let it get to this point and may try and run it back next year and beat everybody's ass. So I'm, I'm fifty on it. I don't think he retires at all. A, there's a reason why he locked in another two years after this year. He locked in a two-year extension. B, I think he wanted to give himself the option. No, B, let me hear I'll hit lost. you with this, okay. right? You said that Lewis is racing for other people, and he is. He's racing for the next generation for, obviously, minorities that aren't represented in F1. And he does not have that platform if he retires. So I don't think he, I don't think he retires yet. I think that's You're why. Right. Even if, I think... If that wasn't a thing for him, I think he would retire after he won his eighth. But because that's so important to him, I think he at least sticks out for another two years because he has two years of using his voice. Because once you're not an F1 driver, okay, you can yeah, still yeah, be yeah. Lewis Hamilton, but you're not in the spotlight 23 times a year. You're right. You're right. right. Matt, 
aside from uh, Mercedes and Red Bull, I, I think the the other two battles are pretty much concrete. You know, Ferrari is ahead of McLaren. I don't see that coming back. And Alpine with uh, Alonso's podium is is they've got some breathing room against AlphaTauri. Do you see AlphaTauri and McLaren making a late push, or do you think they've just kind of checked it in for the season? Um, I see like McLaren making a late push because they can. They kind of have the like money flexibility to kind of be like, okay, see like what we can do. Uh, but I mean, they've Alpha- been bad. They've they've struggled. Yeah. There's been reliability issues. It would look bad on them, and they probably want that third place prize money. But they're not getting third. It's it's yeah. it's tough now. I mean, no, it's this tough. is a high risk track. All it takes is for one of them to go a couple G's into the wall. Yeah, we're and talking. Max takes that engine penalty you know, and tries to get past Leclerc. To thirty eight point difference right now. That's what I was looking at right now. I'm like, it's going to be a tall order. But that's why I said they kind of have the budget to throw something at it. And see what they can do, but like I think like Alpha Tower and stuff so like that. They just, kinda, what's the Alpha Tori uh, Alpine dis- 25, 25 points. I think that's done. That's done for midfield. That's done. That's a lot. So check like, this for the lower end midfield. That's a lot. Staying on the McLaren train for a second, right? Because I know how Scott feels. Ferrari, listen. Unless something crazy happens, unless something crazy happens, Ferrari is going to beat McLaren. Yeah. Lando Norris said, I think today, that they've had a better year than Ferrari. Is that true? They fumbled their own bag a bunch of times. They messed themselves up. Like, they could have, like, I don't, I don't, like, they were even. Let's, like, they were even. They were punching, like, blow for blow. At the beginning of the year, it looked it like McLaren heavy had a better McLaren. year. And, and yeah, McLaren beginning of the was, year, and Lando McLaren. was performing at such a high level. Third place. You know, he was fighting like in Russia, he was fighting, he was up there. So like it it's easy for them to say, yeah, we outdid Ferrari, but Ferrari's like consist weirdish consistency was just but being the there. Say a different story. Weird. Yeah, because Ferrari was just consistent. They were just consistent, like having two drivers in the points kind of up there. So let me throw this in the air for you guys. And I'm not I don't want to chime in on it because I've said my piece. Yeah. Relative to expectation, who's had a better year? The two Fossey, which is the most quote unquote storied slash legacy program or McLaren which had a comeback year. Relative to expectation, who's had a better year? Relative to expectation, neither of them, because they're where they should be. Like if you wanted to like if Ferrari wanted to have a better comeback, they would be like way up there fighting Red Bull. If if McLaren's real comeback would be getting third. Like they're where like right now they're where we kind of expect them to be. Like, I don't ex- like either McLaren's above Ferrari or Ferrari's below McLaren. Like, it could swap either way. And I don't think majority of fans would like look at that and be like, that's weird. Like, it, what would be weird is if Aston was in third and Ferrari was in fourth, McLaren fifth. That would be weird. Matt, but any way you put them, I feel like it, it's fine. Matt, you don't find it weird that Ferrari's almost half the points that the of actual that's are? that that that's weird but they're still third that's the issue though if that, you don't look at the points but do you do, it's does, like does that matter like you, lebron winning the championship but he wasn't first seed so but here's <laughs> the thing me me and kurt think that that matters yeah the thing is my whole point when scott puts it in context like that mclaren had the better year ferrari when you look at budget when you look at everything historically they, there's no excuse for them not to be fighting for a championship. And they're not fighting for a championship right now. No, so they're their win, third. 
this year is beating McLaren, a team that does not have nearly the budget that they do. Nor the history. So that's where it's like, yes, when you put, when you, you know, when you um, point to the question of, and you and you give that context. Of course, McLaren has had a better year. No, like, listen. Yeah. There's no con- your opinion. Your opinion. I just want to ask Matt, like relative to the expectations. And expectation is the general general uh, public. So you actually make a very good point. Let's get a little fun things in the Jada. Uh, what does yep. turn one look like, man? Do we have a bunch of red uh, red uh, red flags? Do we have a yellow flag? What do you think turn one looks like? I'm watching the onboard right now, like. From high speed, it doesn't look bad. Like they've they've done this before. Like Singapore is the same thing. Yeah, but you of, know there's gonna be so much traffic going into that turn. It's gonna it's gonna be hectic. I think there's gonna Yuki's gonna hit someone. Someone's gonna hit so you're calling He's, Yuki. You're calling Yuki. Oh yeah, like he like <laughs> I think he panics a little bit. He he has a little bit of a panic. Well, like like when things go a bit awry or you can't fully know what's happening, he panics just a little bit. Every rookie does it. Like they just have a little panic on T1. So I think he's either going to lock up and hit someone or I think Geo is going to try and go around the outside and hits. It's going to be people being too optimistic. K-Mag is not here this year to, to hit someone. Um, so, uh, but I think it's one of them two probably going to make contact. Yeah, this looks insane. Like even like on this onboard, he's wrestling to get around some of these corners, but yeah, T1, I think, uh, I don't think it's going to be a major pileup. One, two out, uh, one, two cars out. Safety car, back to racing, and then after that, it's going to be Jeez. smooth sailing. Okay, so we we I've said it a bunch of times. Yeah. I don't think Lewis will win the championship because I think Max is going to cause an accident. How oh, yeah. Like, like, okay, we could say that. Okay, 100%. That's why I said contact T1 for them too. But I was like leaning on the side of maybe they were going to play it cautious. But if they're not playing it, oh, there's going to be so much Matt, contact. Me, honestly, Dang. come on. You've been around F1 long enough, right? Yeah. Your honest opinion. Does Matt, does Max actually do something dirty like that? He can pull it off and not make it look like he meant it's to It's a do world it. championship. Of course you do yeah, it. Yeah, like, of course. Like, Michael Schumacher did it. Let's be honest. Like, he's, he's done it. You go watch the documentaries back. You got Gilles Villeneuve, like, yeah, he came out of nowhere, like, obviously. Like, so they're, they're going to try it. They're going to try it. Like, so, but I think what he's good at is making it not look super intentional. He just positions himself, he positions his car in the way. It's like, you choose, but, like, where I'm at right now, if we make contact, it doesn't really look like my fault. When you think so back it's to like the Monza. Brazilian Grand Prix, Monza. Yeah. Why, did, why did Max let him pass him then? He didn't have um, a choice. It was on the street. There was runoff. There was runoff. Like the they street, could have remember? made contact there, but like there was enough runoff where Lewis could continue going on. But if there was if there was a wall like ten meters closer, they probably would have made contact because Lewis couldn't go that deep. Didn't he pass him on the straight? Yeah, he passed him on the straight. He's talking about the, before he passed oh, him when he ran him off. Yeah. Oh no, no. That but, was his first attempt. He couldn't do another move yeah, like he, that after. No, but that. he couldn't. Because you can only run him off the track. You can't get it to nine. You can that's a one and done. That's a one and done. The fact he didn't get like Further investigated, you couldn't do that again. But realistically, though, if Lewis doesn't pull out and run off the track, they are getting into an accident. Yeah. Like, even, and even, that's that's where the penalty should yeah, have so come from. They, no, Kurt, they, they were 100% getting an accident if Lewis didn't pull out. What I'm thinking is, on the straight, I'm surprised Max just didn't turn into him. No, you can't do that. You and can give suspend it. Like, it. You, you, 
because like they've put so many rules against Max for doing that. Like if they were closer into the breaking zone, he would have given it a little shimmy like he used to in 2016, 2017. But like now that they've I remember when he tried to take Kimmy's life at spa. That was insane. I was like, whoa. Max took a bit Kimmy's much, life buddy. at spa. I gotta watch to. this. Bro, so, so, you so. gotta watch it. It was it was it was it wasn't that intense, but like I was like, whoa, that's a bit much, man. And he like that was maybe his third season in F1, so he was getting used to it. Hey man. But, we, we can yeah. leave it at this. We saw what he did at Monza when he knew if, if Lewis got past him in Monza, that Mercedes favorite track, it was game over. And he just said, yep. we're both not going to finish. Yep. We saw exactly what happened it's, in Monza this it, year. It's either I'm not finishing and you're not finishing first. He he tried to like make sure he wasn't finishing first at least. Yeah. What I don't understand is just aim for the barge boards. I'm going to be honest. You get your wheel aim nice, hit them right in the side. You take all that arrow out, they're done. You may, you may have a puncture, but I'd rather pit with a puncture to lose half of my body work. So sometimes I'm like, where is your strategy with taking people out? There's some really easy spots for you to wow. <laughs> lose so much bits. And they like, it's so easy Yo, to you've, little, take you've a little piece about off, this. bro. I, I, oh, hell yeah. <laughs> I think it's about, I think it's about being considered a dirty driver. I don't think any driver wants a reputation. What would the FIA no, no. do to Max if he intentionally takes out Lewis? On a straight, he's getting suspended, right? But then, like, if the last race is an extra, yeah, yeah. And you get to spend then, in the last yeah. race and you lose the championship for sure. So he can't. It's got to be on a, yeah, a, it's got to be on a, on a breaking zone or when they're hitting a, a, a hairpin or something like that. I don't wait. What was the question? My bad. What does FIA do to Max if he takes intentional? Oh, yeah. Else? Okay. So they'll most likely a race ban. Like, if it, if Lewis like doesn't finish, like, crash, crash should be a race ban because. You know, like you just took a driver out quite clearly. They say they don't factor in the championship and all these other things, but it's kind of hard to believe that sometimes. Because if you see how the midfield drivers get penalized, it's complete BS. Because they hand out, they will hand out penalties to like <laughs> all the drivers from six know, and under without care. hesitation. They don't care. Yeah, they don't care. No hesitation. They're like with six and under, but anything above six, they'll give it like five laps to consider. But I think like, yeah, race ban easy. Or if, like like you said, in a breaking zone, like a little bit of contact, Lewis gets damaged, you know, runs, and then I think five, ten plays grid penalty from the next race to make it interesting. Makes sense. So let's run through a little bit about the race weekend. Who looks the best after practice one? Max will look the best because I think, like, Lewis is going to take it easy and do, like, the time to learn the track and learn his, like, actual limits. I don't think Max is going to, like, go out there and try and, like use his speed and his aggressiveness to get acclimatized to the track and be like, okay, I can wrestle this track. Well, Lewis uses, he uses intellect a lot to like outsmart the driver. So he'll know if he can go somewhere and still have the grip to do something. And I'm like, you kind of like done that in practice. At hold, some on, point. hold on, hold on, a little hold wider on. and then Matt, tried it. Matt, yeah. The drivers have never been here before, but Louis is going to look the best out of practice one because we I saw him on so. the sim, bro. I, that's we what I was thinking in the, the back sim. of my head, but I'm like, he, he, I don't think he wants. I think he's gonna play a little mind game and not combust. Yo, Louis knows the track. He has no reason to grand slam. He has, <laughs> you're right. He should by that. He literally he has mastered grand this slam track already. And, and what about P two? P two. If this is and give me constructor. Track, give me constructor. Okay, okay, okay. Wait, P two for the constructors or P two? No, like, like who made practice two? Who makes it out? Oh, who, practice who looks the best? My brain, bro. <laughs> practice two. FP2. FP2. Practice two. FP2. FP2. Lewis. FP3. I'd say Lewis. Okay. So you're and your very loose favorite after practice one. 
Yeah, because usually that's how it goes. Maxis seems to come out of the gate real warm, and then they take their time warming up, acclimatizing, doing whatever run they have to do. But then second and third practice is usually when their truer pace comes out. And if they're not on by second and third practice, they, they I don't usually see Mercedes just pulling it out of nowhere and qualifying. They don't usually do that. If they're off, they're off. If they're on, they're on. Especially this season, if they're off, they're off. <laughs> and if they're on, they're on. Nice. Um, give us your... Q3. Who makes it into Q3 this weekend? Oh, Ten drivers. Q3. This is very tough. Okay. So we'll include the Lou. the top two teams, yeah. right? Obviously, but all four drivers. Yeah, all four drivers in okay. top two. Um, I spots. think. Ooh, this is tough. This is tough. Now I think about it. So I'll give you some names. Okay, Pierre. Pierre Gasly. Okay. I was gonna say Pierre. Easy. All right. Um, does Vettel make Pierre it? Pierre makes it through. Uh no, Lance actually has been a lot better in qualifying than Vettel this year. It's been a little weird. It's like it's like they Lance has been on and off. It's been pissing me off. He needs like to show Lance, some consistency. Right? Are you a Lance fan? I yes, because I'm, I'm dude, a Lance he's hater. a Canadian. He's a Canadian in the sport. I need to support that. But this man does not like he needs to show out a little bit more. Hey, he FYI, had, like, like we have whatever. a nice we'll can, we have a nice Canadian boy at Williams. I know King Latifi. It's like my love is starting to switch to this man. King it's starting Latifi. to switch. Hey, to this listen, dude. Lance Stroll is like Hillary from Fresh Prince. Daddy can have three hundred dollars. That's I. I know. I don't want him to look like I'm that. I'm not a fan. He almost didn't look like that. Not a fan. It was not a fan. Okay, he so needs to perform better. So, anyway. so so far you got Pierre. So you got Pierre. you got you got five more spots. What about the McLaren and Ferrari boys? Uh, he put we'll Lance in there. Okay. No, yeah, no. Lance, not Lando. Yeah. Are you putting Lance over uh, over the Ferrari and McLaren boys? Uh, they have the Mercedes power unit, but they don't really have their arrow down. No, so I won't put them in there. Uh, I'll put Ooh. Lando and Ricardo both in there. I feel okay. like they're just going to buckle down we and got, just really get it in so there. So we got two more because you got Pierre, Lance, Lando, and Danny. Lance, Lando, Danny. That's the thing. I kind of want to sling both Ferraris in there, but science has been kind of like hit or miss with qualifying every once in a while. Like... <laughs> So I feel like we could get Charles in there. And uh, uh, bold would be if we could get a Russell in there. Like he okay. like they slim it down. They slim the the slim, they slim the Williams down. They turn that Mercedes up and they try and get him in there. All right. Damn. I like it. I like it. So high speed, it's a high speed track. I feel like for a driver, it's a little bit more easy to like to lean on the car. Makes like sense. lean on it in the straights. Kurt, what do you got? All right, I got the Four drivers from the top two teams. Easy money. Um, yeah. I'm going to throw Lando in there. That's five. I'm going to throw Alonzo in there. That's I was going to say, if, if neither you put Alonzo in, that's disrespectful. I forgot about <laughs> that. Uh, that's okay. You're locked in your 10, Matt. You're I'm done. A, <laughs> I'm going to throw uh, signs in there. That's what, seven? You got three more. Yeah, three more. Seven. And you. I'll give uh, Pierre Gasly eight. eight. Seb nine, and let's go with let's go with um mm, you don't want to put in there. You know what? I'll throw Ocon ten. Y'all are disrespectful to my bull. You're disrespectful to Charles. Charles has been driving great. I put signs in there. You didn't put Charles in though. Charles is gonna be eleventh. Okay. All right. So I got. Obviously, the top four. I got I got the top three teams in there. So, I got all top three. Uh, I got six drivers already in. 
Ferrari, Red Bull, and Mercedes. I got Lando Norris. I got Alonzo. I got Pierre Gasly. I'm going to throw my boy there just because I feel like it. This is a Pierre Homer pick. Mr. George Russell. Wow. I'm throwing to Mr. George Russell. Georgie. All right, Matt, give us your uh, P1, P2, P3 Sunday. Race day. What's it look like? Or give us your five. Sorry, uh, five. Five. Okay, P1, Lewis. Like I, I have to believe it's Lewis. And before you continue P- on, are you a Lewis fanboy? Bro, I really, really, really like Lewis. That's like, why. He's, he's so good. Like He's good. But he doesn't. He doesn't flex, and he gets the hate as if he flexes. But anyway, so you and Kurt, yeah. you and Kurt are like in the same boat. Like Lewis, every single race, because like LeBron and like LeBron, give me my respect. I'm like, have you won seven championships and still get told you dog water every day? No, you haven't. You really haven't. <laughs> have you? Have you burned your bridge with your best friend since you were kids for this life? You haven't, and you still get roast. Your best friend gets all the praise as a good guy. But you still get roasted. You have it. Are you talking about Nico Rosberg? Yeah. Yes. They were best friends, man. Like, it's sad. It's sad. I want that documentary to come out. (laughs) Oh, like like, uh, like Shaq and Kobe type of reunion? (laughs) Or like a last dance. Like, I need everything. There's definitely no last dance. There's no last dance. No, they they didn't have that kind of coverage back then. No, they didn't. But I need everything. I need to know everything. I mean, mean, listen, last dance was in 96. No, sorry, 98. Lewis and Nico in 2015. But do you know how like strict Bernie yes. was back then? Like Lewis sorry. was getting in trouble for having his phone anywhere near the pad. Oh, Bernie! Wow. <laughs> All right, so we got Lewis one. What yeah. do you know? We got P two, P three, P four, P five. P two. I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it to Valtteri. I want. Oh, I think this is gonna wow. be a wild race. Okay, Valtteri. I think this is gonna be a wild race. In the back of my head, I almost wanted to give it to Lando. Just like out of nowhere, he just pulls something out. But that doesn't make any sense. Okay. We haven't been here before, so it's hard to tell. Um, P3, I'm going to give it to, I'm going to give it to Perez. I think Max is going to get too aggressive and have like a shithouse race. Okay. Like he's going to do something wrong and get off the track. I'm and with he's you on that. Too far back. So yeah, you got like, Lewis, Valtteri, Checo. Yeah. And then Max P5. You know, oh, wait, you need P- one more. P5, P3, you need one more. P- wait, wait, P4, P4. Oh. Yeah, Max P4. And then one more. Lando? Mm. Realistically, Pierre Gasly. He's been. Just... I like it. It's a good mix-up. It's a it's a hot one. Wow. What you got, Kurt? All right, here we go. Lewis one, Sergio two, Valtteri three. Yeah. Fernando fourth. Wow. And I'm gonna go. Carlos Sainz fifth. Wow. Max, Max not even. I, in the I'm, top I'm with five. you on this. Max having a bad weekend. I thought I mean like I see him slipping and not and not making you're, the podium. So you're saying I Max say out of top five? I think this DNF. Are you think Max is going ten G's into a wall? <laughs> like I don't want it to happen. But <laughs> yeah, like, you do. You you just don't want him to get injured. Everybody yeah. here wants Max to go into a wall and not get injured. No, let's not kid yeah, ourselves. No injury. No injury. No injury. We all want Max like, to have a know. DNF. We all want Max just, to be enough. Just one to be like, you know, this is what happens when you don't back off a little bit. You might send yourself, like. I've never, I've never, George has been so unlucky with trying to be like the max level of aggressive and just send it. He's almost always put it in the wall, but I don't know. Like that is something to Max's talent. He just keeps it on track. It's amazing, but he needs to relax before he does something crazy. Yeah. He's really good. Monzo was a good indicator. Relax. Yeah. I got, um, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go Homer again, bro. I got Lando on winning his first F1 race. 
Really? What? Ooh. I got Lando Norris winning his first F1 race. Unless it rains. Unless it rains. No, no, no. I think there's going to be a massive incident at the beginning. T1? Yeah. Yeah. I think there's going to be a massive incident at the beginning. I think Lewis and Max are going to DNF. Oh, it's going to make me cry. Yeah. So I got Lando mm. P1. I got Valtteri P2. I got Checo P3. Charles... Charles isn't finished. Charles is in that accident. Yeah. Lonzo four and signs five. I, I really think something's happening between Max and Lewis this race. This is where it happens. That's what I got. With that 90 degree T1, they may, they're all either, either it's an overjudge. They're all going to like go deep. <laughs> like what happened? Mexico, when they did like Mexico, like you, like the second time when like 90% of them went deep and they just misjudged it. Either that or like, Someone's coming from all the way behind collecting everybody. Yeah, so if it, if it's a normal race, I got Lewis one, Valtteri two, Max three. Yeah, but I think something really happened. That's my that's my main prediction. So we'll the end off fuel. with our with Matt. You know what our dragger of the week is? That's what we're gonna end off with. I do not know. It's- so we picked one of our bottom drivers. Has to be like oh. it can only be from the bottom five teams. Who's your dragger of the week? Who has, Who has the, the best week? They out have of the a, bottom? a really good weekend for a dragger. <laughs> Uh, Anybody out of the top four, actually. So nobody part of McLaren, Ferrari, and all that stuff. Who's has the best week? Oh, uh, dang. Yuki. I'm going to go with Yuki. Ooh. Like, this is on some, this is a video game as track. Like, when I look, like, it's just so high speed that you can get into a nice rhythm with it. And I think Yuki, Yuki will be pretty okay. Okay. So, Matt, listen, I picked Yuki last week. Great choice yeah. for me. But you just said Yuki was gonna get into an accident. I believe in the. I believe if he doesn't get in an accident, T one, he he'll make it and he'll have a really good time right, in the there race. You go. Because That's his all right, got I, it. Like if you ever do like sim racing and those high speed tracks, when you do no heavy braking zone, I can't you get wait to watch flow, the onboard. It's after easy. This. It's easy. Yeah. Is the onboard out? It just came out. Yeah. Wow. Okay, Matt. Like a legit onboard? No, the virtual. Or virtual. Yeah. yeah, the virtual one's pretty good. Like I was looking at that. You just get a nice rhythm, left, right, left, right. Yeah. All right, let me do my uh, dragger of the week, aka the Iceman Kimi Raikkonen. You got Kimi oh, Raikkonen? Yeah. Kimi. <laughs> Kurt's a Kimi Raikkonen hater, just so you know. <laughs> I don't uh, know why he's, he's got two him. races left. He's coming off his nice little tribute. Yeah. My Kimi dragger gave up before the beginning of the season. I love it though. <laughs> you listen. Yo, I respect me, Kimi. Hold on, before we ask uh, Scott, give me your best Kimi impersonation. Okay, so we're going into P1. Left, uh, you know, uh, stupid house on the outside, but you know, it doesn't matter. The final season, it's okay. Wow, that was good. That was really good. That was good. <laughs> All right. I love this guy. I got my dragger of the week is none other than the best Canadian driver in the circuit. King Latif? Mr. Capital MR, Mr. Nicholas Latifi. That's right. I said it, Lance Stroll. You can come defend your case on Lifting Coast, but he's the yeah. best driver in F1 that's a Canadian. I got I got Mr. Latifi. I'll take that. I know I'm not gonna lie, I was rooting for Latifi to be in F1 for a very long time. But Lance got in first, so my love switched to him first. But yes, I am proud of Latifi. Before yeah, before you wrap up, any last words for our fans? Any last words about the track? Floor is yours. Any anything you want to say? Uh, enjoy, enjoy watching like 
Lewis and Max go at it because I th- I think it's never going to be like this again. Where I don't think you're ever going to see someone this dominant go up against the new up and coming talent like this, like for a very long time at least. So enjoy the fight. Don't get too wrapped up in it. I'm trying not to get too wrapped up in it emotions wise. Uh, and uh, Jeddah, I think actually might stay like as far as track wise because Saudi big money, but also like the high speed, high speedness of the circuit. I think for visuals, I think they may want to keep it. Cool. Oh, actually, cool. I've got to do a quick couple of rapid fire questions. Yeah. Lewis or Schumacher? That's tough. Because I had a Schumacher poster when I was a kid, but I'm a Lewis fan now. Hey, it's rapid fire, Matt. You got to hit these Just quick. Just like me. You okay, Lewis. I have a Lewis. Favorite track? That they've ever raced at? Your favorite track? India. They only went there once, but I'd love to see it come back. I love that track in the video game. I race all the time, India. Which track do you want to visit the most as a fan? Uh, Silverstone. That, like, UK people atmosphere. Like, just, okay, like, the okay, chance I like that could it. be going on. Oh, just, yeah. like, the whole race. I want that. I want that. Best young driver other than Max Verstappen. Like, who's the next, who's best after him? It's pretty easy. Albon. Albon. Albon's not here Holy yet. Holy. That, that is I a know. twist. Crazy. We'll bring Bro, you back on. We'll bring you back on. We won't die. The adversity he's been through. He's okay. going to be a goat. Better the than George? Like, Okay, George, like, he's fast, but Albon's adversity, I think, like, once he gets back, if he comes back with a vengeance, he's going to be goaded. Okay. Matt, take us home, bro. All right. Uh, never, I've never brought anything home before, but we're going to do it for the first time. Um, all right, guys, make sure you like, comment, subscribe, share. Hey, yo, YouTube has that clip feature now. If you find something funny, clip that, send it to your friends, share your reactions. I want to see, like, if you're, if you, if you think my reactions and hot takes are crazy, Send them. Let's see. Do you have even crazier hot takes? Do you think I'm stupid? Send them. I want to see it. Uh, yeah. Like, follow, subscribe. Do all of that on everywhere you listen and watch your podcast, man. Make sure you stay tapped in. Just like that, Mr. Matthew Lemon Limonis takes us home. You'll be joining us again soon, Matt, but thank oh, you yeah. for joining us. We appreciate it. Matt's behind a lot of our video graphics. He's part of our team, so we appreciate having your time. Thanks again, Matt. Awesome, awesome. I love being here. Peace.